0: This is the Employment Law Show. You betcha. We're ready. You're ready. It's Wednesday evening. John School's here and back for another kick in the can. That would be Lior Samfiru, employmentlawyer.ca, reaching out anytime to Lior and his crew. You know what to do. 1-855-821-5900. Help at employmentlawyer.ca. Now, we signed off last night saying that we are going to... uh, Give our uh, our topic from last night, it's due, because it's, it's a really important one. You may not know much about it. If you do, it's always good to go over some broad strokes. And that, thing, uh, that is, all these things can be a constructive dismissal. We're gonna go back to the beginning and rehash that entire topic for the uh, for the uh, for the show. Beyond that, you can always send emails and use the uh, the website pocketemploymentlawyer.ca. That's designed to educate you, make you smarter, and give you free and anonymous access to the severance calculator as well. So anytime, not just this half hour, anytime at pocketemploymentlawyer.ca. But we'll get to the phone calls shortly and our topic of constructive dismissal in just a bit, Lear. But uh, we always start off with the case of the day, pal. What do you got cooking?
1: Hey, Johnny. Uh, I mentioned yesterday on the show that so far, December has been one of the busiest, if not the busiest Mm -hmm. uh, month we've had. Today, earlier, I did a live stream uh, that airs on uh, Facebook and uh, YouTube, et cetera, and questions wall-to-wall from beginning to end. Again, it's something out there. Again, maybe it's the economy. Maybe it's a sign of things to come. But a lot of people are contacting me in my office these days with questions about their employment rights, A lot of people wanted to talk about being let go and what they're owed in that situation, businesses being bought and sold, uh, jobs being changed, hours being reduced. So we're here now to answer those questions for you. If that's happening for you, if if you're dealing with something that's problematic, that's concerning, that impacts your job, well, why not ask us the question? Because guess what? There are answers. There are solutions. Mm -hmm. You may not necessarily know what they are, but Hopefully, I do, and I I can tell you exactly what to do and what the law does for you. So don't feel like you have to bear the burden all by yourself. We can help you. We can deal with it right now. It starts by calling the show or, of course, option B, as good even, and that is to reach me in the office, to call, to email, and we'll give you that contact information throughout the show. Not going anywhere. We're ready to help you even through the holidays. But to start us off, John, uh, over the past few weeks, I've seen a lot of short service employees that have been let go. And I was kind of thinking to myself, why is that? Why am I seeing such an influx of people with fairly short service, you know, kind of anywhere from six months to two years? And I think I know why. And the reason for that is uh, right when we came out of COVID, uh, a lot of employers were very eager to get going and there was a, a hiring frenzy and employers hired everyone and anyone they could come they could find there was just you know there was unemployment there was an all-time low Uh, employers were hiring but i think some employers overhired and they're realizing now that they may have more people than they need and they're doing a course correction and they're letting people go uh and because of that i'm seeing a lot of people that have been hired over the past couple years being let go but the reason why i'm mentioning that because Without fail, John, every one of these people that I'm talking to, the severance that they're offered is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. I'm seeing people offered one, two weeks, which is nonsense. Remember the rule short service employees are treated disproportionately better than long service employees. So you are going to be owed to several months of severance in most cases, even though you may have only worked for a few months or a year or two. So it's very important because i saw this this today i saw this yesterday i've been saying it for the past few weeks if you're someone that's had a short service that does not mean your employer gets to let you go and pay you very little not at all your severance is going to be measured in months more important than ever not to sign that piece of paper not to accept it not to give up your rights do the right thing give me a call let's talk about it and of course same thing applies to you if you work for 35 years the same odds whatever you've been offered is a not a good package. It's probably quite poor. So don't sign that paper. Call me, and let's make sure you don't get anything less than what you should be getting.
0: Vince, first out of the gate, pal. How are you tonight? Good, thank
2: you. Good evening. Uh, good evening. Paul. Good evening, Paul and Lior. Uh, Lior, I have a question. Um, I have an elderly parent. She's 85 years old, and she has a vision disorder in both eyes. She's legally blind in one eye, mm. and she recently had a fall. And I'm wondering if I could ask my employer if I'm eligible to uh, apply for a family status accommodation.
1: Uh, And what kind of accommodation would you need?
2: Uh, I would like to work remotely so that I can look after my elderly mother. And I've been doing that for the past two years during the pandemic, but I was recently called back into work.
1: Got it. So here's what I would do. First of all, the answer is yes. But the way to do that is to get a doctor's note from her doctor. Yes, yes saying that you're a primary care provider and that you're you're, that she requires your care okay okay so so rather than you saying that i want her doctor to say that it doesn't have to explain exactly what the medical condition is but that you're a primary care provider and that she requires that care at that point they do have to accommodate you if at all possible we call this a family status accommodation as you know Mm -hmm. and that absolutely would apply and if you've been working from home we know that that's possible Yes. Your employer is not going to be able to say, well, you can't do your job from home well, because you've been doing it. Yeah. So at that point, they have to accommodate. If they refuse, that could be a human rights violation. Mm-hmm. But you need to get that doctor's note. If your okay. employer gives you a hard time, give me a call.
2: In the event that they don't accommodate me um, and they terminate my employment, would I be eligible for severance?
1: You're absolutely going to be eligible for severance, but more than that, because it would be an illegal termination, that would be a violation of the Human Rights Code. Severance, of course, has to be paid, but potentially there's other consequences for the company and other damages they would have to pay you okay. because of this whole breach of the duty to accommodate. Okay, Lear,
2: thank you very much. I appreciate it. Thank you.
1: No problem.
0: Thank you, Vince. Appreciate uh, your time calling in. And again, to uh, take that conversation further, as you probably know, one eight five five eight two one fifty nine hundred 821 5900 Working down the phone lines. Got uh, Sal on now. Hi, Sal. Good evening.
3: Hi, guys. I just wanted to know, um, I got just uh, terminated last uh, week on Wednesday, uh, a couple of Wednesdays ago. And um, the, the employer doesn't want to tell me exactly why I got terminated for and I did all my due diligence, and I just signed the contract, uh, and uh, everybody was happy to go. And uh, she won't give me an explanation. I just got a call from police today saying uh, you can't talk to your former employer because of her. it's harassing. Uh, I don't know what to do. Like, how, how is it harassing me? Like, and, and I didn't use any vulgar language or anything. You know, they know I'm upset, Or I just said to them, you know, I need to know what, what's going on. They know in all fairness, oh, and why you get terminated?
1: So here's the thing. uh I- your employer does not have to tell you why you were let go now from for ethical reasons i agree they should but from a legal uh perspective they do not have to tell you so you following up with them and asking the question is not going to be helpful they're not going to tell you and they don't have to the the only thing they have to do is to make sure that they pay you proper severance so let's talk a bit about that how long did you work there for I, I just started
3: doing my orientation and my uh, safety courses and they docked all my hours and they only gave me four hours out of the 30 hours of safety and orientation. Cause as you need so, it's high security at the airport where you have to go do extensive training before you get employed.
1: I understand. Was this a unionized position? Sure. Uh, sorry. I missed that. Was it a unionized no, position? Sir. No,
3: sir. No, no. Okay. I no. got it.
1: I got it. So, so if in fact there's, there's, money owing to you for the time work. The best recourse is to file a complaint with the Ministry of Labor. They can help you with that. Uh, I'm also happy to chat to you to see if there's any severance owed in this situation. I know you just started there. Happy to connect with you. But ultimately, that's what this is about. They're not required to tell you why. They can have no reason, good reason, bad reason. Ultimately, they don't have to tell you. What they have to do is to pay you what they owe you. That's their sole obligation.
0: Thanks, Al. Appreciate that. Phil, you're standing by. We're going to get you just on the other side of a very short break. So hang in there, pal. Your uh, your question's important. In fact, it's one I haven't seen before. So stay tuned for that. Phil, thank you so much. Stand by. We continue Wednesday night edition. Employment Law Show. Hang in there. Welcome back to the Employment Law Show. Yeah, welcome back indeed. 644. Thank you for joining us here on a Wednesday evening. Lior is your guy. Reach out after the show anytime too. 1-855-821-5900. Help at employmentlawyer.ca. Phil, thank you so much for hanging on there for a minute, pal. How are you? I'm pretty good. Good. What's yeah, on your I'm, mind? Um,
2: this is. I don't know if I've ever heard this before, but I was in the office uh, the other day, and we were, they called it a meeting, and they told us, including myself, that just so you know, we're implementing a new system where most of your jobs, or not most of your jobs, but a lot of your jobs are going to be replaced by AI. So you may want to start retraining or looking for new Places. I'm just. I. I don't know
1: what you do about that. Well, it, it, honestly, it's kind of a a boneheaded move for the company <laughs> yeah. to to say. Just heads up, we may at some point be letting you go because, you know, they, it may cause them to lose people in the meantime, and the people that they have may not be as dedicated as work as hard. So, how does that help the company? At the end of the day, whether whatever we may think of AI. And employers are allowed to, remember the the, the theme, they're allowed to let you go as long as they pay you severance. So they can let you go because of AI or for any other reason, as long as they pay you what they owe you. Uh, It's just kind of a silly thing to say to you now that at some point in the future, you may be let go. But from a legal standpoint, it doesn't change your status. What I mean by that is you're still an employee. You still have the rights of every employee. You're still expected to do your job and they have to pay you whatever it's been agreed on. If at some point they give you a definitive date of termination or if they simply let you go, you have to give me a call because we, we have to make sure at that point that you get everything you're owed. For now, as uncomfortable as it is, and I completely get why it would be uncomfortable, you do your job as always to the best of your ability and, and leave it in on uh, them to make a move. That said, if, if all of a sudden you see a fantastic opportunity that in the past maybe you wouldn't have thought about because you were working here. Maybe it does make sense to take that opportunity, but certainly you don't have to, you can wait to be let go and make sure you get your full severance. Thank
0: you. Thanks, Phil. You know, the I wonder what they call that meeting when they entered, you know, the, the path of least resistance to kill company morale really. smart. Yeah. Why would you do that? Right. <laughs> I, I, I,
1: it's just ridiculous. It's not going to help anything or anyone at some point in the future you're going to be without a job but come in every day and we'll tell you when that's going to i mean it's it's silly uh in any case maybe they know something i don't i would never do that
0: jessica you're up good evening hi hi what's going on
4: um so i work for a dental office and they were bought over by a corporation about two and a half years ago and so i'm in a manager position and i've you know i they brought in all these corporate staff over there. I mean, they did it slowly, but, you know, I have to do this and not the other thing. And, like, everything under the sun. And to the point where there was some upper management that made some changes, and then the new management was just nitpicking at everything to the point where I couldn't do the rest of my job. I was just doing paperwork, 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 and couldn't actually manage the clinic. To the point where I started like losing my mind and I, I took a leave of absence for, I had to go on some anxiety meds, Like it was that bad. Mm-hmm. And so I've got eight weeks off. Anyways, they just I just found out it's been a few weeks and they canceled my phone, which is a phone in my contract because I use it for work all the time. But I'm only on an eight week, six to eight week off time and i feel like i'm being pushed out so that's kind of my question like ah, i don't like i don't want to quit so, but I, I feel so, like so jessica like
1: are you off right now yeah so what you're saying is you're off you're not working because you're off for medical reasons and while you're off they they cut off your phone access
4: yes my cell okay. phone that's that's part cell of my phone. contract
1: that they were paying for it yeah for sure no i understand but here's the thing that Generally speaking, the phone is part of your compensation while you work for for the company. So you have your salary, uh, and, and you know you have your phone, etc. So while you're off, because you're not working, they're not paying you. They're also not strictly speaking required to have your phone active during that time. They should in the sense that it's kind of a, a crappy thing to do. But from a legal yeah. standpoint, just like they don't have to pay you while you're off work, they don't have yeah. to have your phone access. Okay. What they have to do is when you're ready to come back to work, they have to give you back everything, your phone, your benefits, yeah. your, your salary, et cetera. If yeah. at that point Thanks. they don't or they take away yeah. something or they change your, your pay or et cetera, then that could be yeah. a constructive dismissal uh, and it would be illegal. But for now, while you're not working, they're not, strictly speaking, required to to have that active for you. And, and that's
4: just one of the little things. Can they replace me?
1: Well, what here's the thing. If, you, if they need someone to do the job, so you're, not, you're yeah. not working, obviously not your fault, of course, but they need someone to do the job. They're allowed to hire someone to do the job. What that means, though, when you're ready to come back to work, they need to see if there's a position for you. If they've tried and they looked and there, there isn't then they can let you go with severance so can they replace you if they need to in order for the job to get done they can uh because they can they still have a right to run the business but that doesn't mean that you're just because of that you're automatically let go they still have to try to find your position and only if they try and they can't that's when they can let you go of course with your full severance and by the way your severance would account for the time you had also with the previous company
4: yes Okay, and can they kind of like, I know maternity leaves. like the, if I went on maternity leave, they can't really replace me about the same argument Correct. you just made, but if, you know, I only have six to eight weeks, that's what my doctor gave me right now, and he said, we'll see how you are for your medical leave at that point, you know, when that, let's say that gets extended, they find somebody else, it's kind of a position where... They really only need one person doing it, so they really can't find anything. Let's say they move me. Is that fair?
1: So you're right that with the maternity leave, your job is guaranteed and even if they hired someone they'd have to fire that person to bring you back absolutely with the medical leave it's different you don't have the same level of guarantee Uh, so they're allowed to hire someone but they still have to see if there is a position for you if there isn't because you said there can only be one person and they decide to keep that other person they can but they'd have to pay you severance if they offer you a position that's that's very different in terms of responsibilities or compensation or hours that would be a constructive dismissal and you can still require them to pay you severance okay
4: but if it's an equivalent position fairly close by they can still do that
1: correct yeah if it's it's a fairly equivalent position then yes they'd be able to do that uh and and from a legal standpoint that would be fine
0: jessica appreciate the uh, the phone call hope that answers some of your questions if you have any more you can always call leor and his team All right, constructive dismissal. All of these things can be a constructive dismissal. Quick definition, Lior. What does that mean for those who don't know?
1: So regular dismissal, simply we know that is a situation. You're called into a meeting, company says you're gone, we're letting you go. That's a regular dismissal. Constructive dismissal is something that the employee initiates, and that happens when the employer does something that is illegal. They make a change to the terms of employment. They make it difficult to continue working. So when your employer does something like that to you, to your job, you, the employee, may have the ability to say, I am deciding this time. Not you, me. I'm deciding that you're treating this, that I'm treating this as a termination and you have to pay me severance. That's what we call a constructive dismissal. So regular dismissal, company decides. Constructive dismissal, employee decides.
0: This can be a constructive dismissal, and that is changes to your pay, uh, job description, maybe hours of work, location, those things, right?
1: So the most common type of constructive dismissal happens when your employer changes the terms of your employment. They make changes to your pay, to your hours, to your responsibilities, they demote you. None of those things are things your employer's allowed to do, and if they do that, you can say, no, I'm not okay with that, I'm not accepting that. Instead, I'm gonna consider myself as being terminated, now you have to pay me my severance. So those are the most common types of constructive dismissal, so you have that right generally, if your employer does that to you.
0: This next one still surprised a lot of people, and it can be a constructive dismissal,
1: or when it's a temporary layoff. So a temporary layoff is really a reduction in pay, but it's a 100% reduction in pay. So that's why it's a constructive dismissal. If your employer gave you a 40% pay cut, you would know that that's wrong. Well, a temporary layoff, it's a 100% pay cut. That's why it's not something your employer is allowed to do. If your employer puts you on a temporary layoff, for most employees that is not legal that is something that the employee can choose not to accept and instead consider that to be a constructive dismissal and get full severance so even if the company says no no it's just temporary we're going to call you back doesn't matter you have a right to say not accepting that if that's what your situation is like or you wanted to claim constructive dismissal you call me before you do anything
0: how about being harassed or bullied at work you got
1: to figure that is So the reason why being harassed or bullied is a constructive dismissal, it's because it makes it difficult to continue working. No one's going to want to work in a poison work environment when they're being harassed or bullied. And an employer has a legal obligation to create a positive work environment. So if they breach that obligation and they harass you or or they allow you to be harassed, you can consider that as a termination of employment. The employer has done something they're not allowed to do they mistreated you or they didn't protect you from being mistreated. So that is a constructive dismissal. The key of course, when it comes to being harassed or bullied is to be able to show, to prove that that's what's happening. Always remember that the person that's mistreating you is not gonna admit it. So the question always becomes, how do you prove it? So write something down when it happens, send someone an email confirming what was said, uh, maybe record a conversation that you're a part of, you can do that as well. But yes, if you can show that you're being harassed, bullied, mistreated, etc., that absolutely can be grounds for constructive dismissal.
0: This doesn't happen every day, or maybe it does, I don't know, but how about being told to do something illegal by a superior or whatever?
1: So very, uh, very important thing. And fortunately, it doesn't happen a lot, but gosh, I've seen it enough times over the years that it's worth talking about. Yeah. And that is if your employer is asking you to do something that's that's wrong, that's not legal, or they can get you in hot water, you know, to fudge the numbers, to lie to a client or a customer, to, uh, you know, manipulate the books, all of those things are, are simply wrong. And an employer that puts you in that position is is doing something that they're not allowed to do. And you can... Cons- there that a constructive dismissal. Now, I'm not saying that every minor little tiny thing could be a constructive dismissal, but if your employer really is putting you in this very difficult position, you may be able to say no, I I can't continue working in a situation where I'm told to do these illegal or immoral or unethical things, so I'm going to consider myself as being terminated. Of course, just like with harassment, we have to show that and prove it, but absolutely that could be grounds for constructive dismissal.
0: We'll slide this one in here, not being paid vacation pay or overtime paid properly. That's actually
1: fairly common, right? Absolutely. Listen, it's it's a pretty simple deal when you go to work. You go to work, you do your job, and in return, the company pays you what they owe you. They pay your salary, your vacation pay, your overtime if you qualify, etc. That's the obligation. So if your employer doesn't pay what they owe you, they decide to underpay you or not to pay you properly, they're breaching the terms of employment. So by doing that, by not paying you what they're supposed to, not only do they owe you that money, of course, but you can potentially consider that whole situation to be a constructive dismissal and get your full severance. If you find yourself in that situation, hey, I'm right here, you know what to do, you call me.
0: Well, I'm glad we got through some of those talking points about constructive dismissal. Always a uh, always an important topic, and thank you for your phone calls as well. We'll do it again tomorrow at 6.30, so tune back in and give us some questions, and feel free to call us again at the station at that time. But in the meantime, call Or and his team uh, on your own, one 821 5900 help at employmentlawyer.ca. And that website anytime, of course, free anonymous constructed to help you out anytime, pocketemploymentlawyer.ca. As I said, we'll catch you tomorrow night at 6.30 here on the Thursday edition of the Employment uh, Law Show. Enjoy the rest of your night.